0: This is the shotgun city sheriff, the law himself, Clayton Clark.
1: This is the young titan, Aaron Atlas. Hey, uh, this is Matt Brannigan. This is the warbound hellhound, hell, Bo
0: This is your favorite drunken pro wrestler, a.k.a. the Bud Light brawler, Dalton Davis. This is Lizzie Six. This is Jake Something. And this is the jaw jacking,
1: back-crackin', God created all men equal, and then he made me the sequel, Rohit Raju, and you are listening to the Spot Show
0: Podcast. Spot Show Podcast. The Spot Show Podcast. The Spot Show Podcast. Spot Show
1: Podcast, hell yeah. The Spot Show Podcast.
0: The Spot Show the spot ca- Podcast. Yes, yeah, that's right, I stuttered. Shut up. Mad Bash Wrestling has a championship, I can finally say it and I don't have to keep biting my tongue, that damn belt has been looking at me for a month and I have not been able to talk about it and I've known about it for way longer than that and how the hell we kept it that much of a secret is beyond me. But we didn't really keep it a secret. No, we told a lot of people. (laughs) We told a lot of people. We put a lot of faith in a lot of people. And there's little Easter eggs, too, man. There are. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Spot Show podcast, an independent wrestling podcast with a few pit stops along the way. I, of course, am one of your hosts, the Dr. Seuss of the commentary booth, the Carson Daly of professional wrestling. Dickie Wabash joined, as always, by the one-legged wonder, Mr. Michael Madrox, who probably thinks that it's still technically his birthday because we're recording this in January, so he's probably going to make that whole argument. Happy
1: birthday, me! But I'm
0: shooting it down because that's a dumb little bit that he's trying to roll with. But, yeah, man, we uh, we announced it. We finally, finally announced it. For those of you that were not at EPW Reboot or have not been on social media, uh, let's fill you in. We officially have a Mad Bash Wrestling championship
1: a beautiful one at that it's a
0: beautiful championship and i set it in the ring and it's no <clears throat> excuse me no jab at any championship it's just it, this is my personal feeling it's going to become the most important title in the midwest i feel that way because it's just the the aura around it you know it's like so many people are already buzzing about it so it's like man eyes are on this thing right now so
1: a lot of guys on social media are already claiming stake at it that have nothing to do with mad bash too
0: yeah which hey don't get ahead of yourself brother because we're we're saying, gonna be man. talking about that because you're you know you're, you're you're sitting back thinking um guys that aren't involved with mad bash do they get a shot at the title well yeah absolutely they do and we're gonna tell you a little bit more about that as we get going down with the podcast. But before we do that, I just want to let everyone know this episode is brought to you by Who and Elite Pro Wrestling. You're going to hear a little bit more about them later. Of course, you go on over to patreon.com/madbashstudios back us at the $5 and above tier. You're going to get this show completely ad-free and at least 24 hours early. You're also going to get access to our post-show paid show at the $5 tier. It's essentially more spot show podcast, but since we're behind a paywall, we can be a little bit more open about what we're talking about. It's a lot of fun over there. Also, $5 tier, we have got, about Mad Bash Wrestling, We have got some Mad Bash fan cam footage of Dalton Davis versus Chris Cutler from IWA Unlimited a couple of weeks ago. Those two Mad Bash boys went out there and had a banger of a match, and you can check it out. Uh, It's also on IWAU's uh, YouTube channel, but we've got fan cam footage over on the Patreon. Uh, $10 tier, we've got Big Stupid Popcorn. It's out now for this month. The fast and the furious. Been looking forward to that one for a very, very long time. There's tons of stuff over on the Patreon at the five and ten dollar tier, but there's also stuff for you freebies out there. Like, say you don't have the extra money, I get it, I get it. Money is sometimes hard to come by. You can still back us completely free over on Patreon. You're still going to get some really cool behind the scenes photos. Technically, Uh, The Patreon found out about the title before anybody else did because we posted a little preview ski for everyone over on the Patreon. Uh, But, hey, that's not the only way you can support us. Madbashstudios.com. Go to your favorite podcasting platform. Give us a five-star review, a written review. Give us a share ski with a friend that you think would enjoy what we're doing over here. Again, madbashstudios.com. Patreon.com slash... Mad Bash Studios.
1: So what do you think? Man, January has been amazing to me.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing is that we, me, I'm going to say me. I got that seasonal depression kicking in, brother. I just do. I just do. That's uh, that's just how I am every this time of year. This, se- this season just always hits me. I'm just blah. You hit that rock after the holidays. You hit that rock. Even leading into the holidays, you know, usually around the beginning of Thanksgiving is when it hits me.
1: But how did it feel, man, being in that fucking ring, surrounded by all our brothers? Point was, the point I'm making here, up, seasonal
0: depression, get out of here. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. felt good. It felt, felt great, good. man. Now, I didn't know that they were all going to. Come out to the ring and eyeball that title like that, though. I did not either, man. Did you notice Clayton in the ring? He did not take his eyes off that title. He
1: was in a haze.
0: Yeah. And there he is, draped in gold with all of his tag belts. And he's just looking at it. And Poke even walked up and he said, hey, that looked good with these two belts. Then uh, there was a little couple words exchanged between Dalton and Colby, too. Cecil Cerveza had some words to say. He said, just go ahead and give me the title. You know it's mine. He could
1: throw out some Wabash talent agency saying that you helped him once, you'll help him again. What's that mean,
0: Dickie? <laughs> I mean, back in the day, I did help him win the uh, UWC Heavyweight Championship, and I'm a changed man. We're going to make the best man win on this one. Not saying Cecil's not the best man, but you know, we're going to see what happens with this tournament. But, I-,
1: I knew when we debuted it that a lot of the guys... In Mad Bash Wrestling, we're gonna be interested in it. Yeah. It threw me for a loop when we pulled when Logan Madrox carried it out and Colby Jack of all people said, I want in that tournament.
0: Yeah. Colby who's been out of the ring for two years, you know, we had the conversation with him here on the podcast. Go back into the archives, listen to that one. If we're lighting a fire under Colby Jack with this belt, you know, someone who's been out for a couple years. So be it. So be it. And, you know, a little birdie told me that uh, Colby's been getting some ring time. So maybe he's trying to rehab that injury and get back in the ring. You never know. But, you know, here's the thing, though. Here's how important that belt was. Dalton Davis had a a banger of a match with uh, Matt Maverick. Then he comes right back out right after to get a piece of that title just to look at it.
1: You're talking know, about a banger of a match, man. That match was hard hitting.
0: It was. It was. But we're going to get a little bit into... Uh, EPW later, specifically yeah. the show and our thoughts on it. We're going to keep talking about this uh Mad Bash uh title and what exactly the plans are with it. And uh yeah, we're pretty stoked about it, man. This is uh so let's talk about the history of it. We um you know, we're coming up on the one year anniversary of Mad Bash Studios. Coming up on uh we've been doing Mad Bash Wrestling since I don't know, what would you say about it was April. About April? No, we didn't do Mad Bash Wrestling that soon. I had my
1: surgery in March, man.
0: Did we announce Mad Bash Wrestling in April?
1: I'm pretty sure.
0: I don't think it was April. It might have been. You know
1: what? I have the internet. I can. Look oh yeah, up. it
0: might. have Dude, it, it was later in the summer. I'm pretty sure is when we announced it because we talked about we we were. uh <clears throat> Excuse me. We were pretty much in the summer of Mad Bash this year. We were just hitting hard with everything, but. Yeah, so we're sitting back and we're looking at it. We're like, man, if we're doing Mad Bash wrestling, we're doing these Mad Bash wrestling matches. There almost needs to be a prize for these guys to fight for. you know. So the Brain Trust, which is uh, Michael Madrox and I, we got together, we concocted a plan, and uh, the plan has now been seen to fruition. The belt is officially announced.
1: Not only the belt, we already knocked one of the bucket lists off.
0: But What bucket list? That we set our
1: goals for this year.
0: Oh, yeah. So we can get into that, too. Uh, We are technically, it's not really going to, we don't really have the full specifics yet. But, you know, stay tuned and you'll have some info about it. We announced the Ascend the Throne tournament, which is going to be a tournament to crown the first ever Mad Bash tournament champion and we announced it at epw reboot the first and it's been on it's on facebook now the first two participants that are going to be in this tournament clayton clydesdale clark and dalton davis
1: it was september the 9th by the way
0: i told you it was not april it seems so
1: much closer man
0: no dude i think it was just that we were such a whirlwind last year that like it seemed like it was so it was just so fast but yeah so the first two participants in the tournament, uh, Clayton Clark and Dalton Davis, and if uh, y'all stick around and listen to this podcast, we uh, if I feel like it, we might announce another participant. Oh, a little exclusive on we the podcast. We might ski. announce another participant, yeah.
1: I mean, it's no shock that Dalton Davis and Clayton Clark are in the tournament.
0: I mean, they're the two stalwarts of Mad Bash Wrestling.
1: They are the workhorses, like... They're the ones out there, every show, saying, hey, we're Mad Bash Wrestling. Even Dalton's announced for Mad Bash Studios now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They definitely know they're, they're one of the original five. They have put in the work. They've shown that they deserve a shot at this title. And like I said, I was in that ring with Clayton Clark, and he was eyeballing that title hard. Johnny had to tap him on the shoulder, and then he came about his senses. And if I know one thing about Clinton Clark, when he focuses on something, he goes out of his way to be sure that it does happen. So all I'm saying is that if, you've, if you're if you matched up against Clydesdale in this tournament, look out because he's be ready for a war. He's going to be bringing the fight. He's going to be bringing the fight. Absolutely. But I mean, the same could be said for Dalton Davis.
1: Absolutely. I mean, he, even the guys we haven't announced yet, like everyone's hungry. Everyone wants his damn title.
0: Yeah. And don't think that we're, like, holding announcements back. We're still in the selection process of who exactly we want to put in this tournament, you know? I mean, we've got uh, we've got um, the two solidified, and then, you know what? I think we just go ahead and drop it right now. You want to drop it right Let's now? Let's just drop it right now. This is a guy that, when I look at what Mad Bash is all about, this is, uh, I see him in the ring. I see him behind the scenes. I see him... In every aspect of what he does, I just look at this guy and I'm like, yeah, he deserves to be in this tournament. He deserves an opportunity. Guys, officially exclusive here on the Spot Show podcast, we are announcing the third participant in the Ascend of the Throne tournament, Chris Cutler. Man. Yeah. Talk
1: about a hot young gun.
0: I'm telling you, I think Cutler is... uh got a bright future in this business. Uh I think he might be a dark horse in this tournament. Um he's someone that, you know, he's put in a lot of work. He um he's gone toe to toe with a couple of the Mad Bash guys so far, you know. He's got a pinfall victory over Dalton Davis. So, yeah, man, Cutler is someone that I think that y'all need to be watching.
1: He's definitely one of my up-and-coming guys in all of the Midwest right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then to get back to my original point that I was making before this announcement, I mean, you know, you talk about the motivation of Clayton Clark because he's just, that's, he's driven. He's, he's driven. He wants to, you know, achieve his goals and he's always going to get in that ring and just be like, oh, I'm, he's going to go a thousand percent. He doesn't go into anything half throttled. You know, that's Clayton Clark. Then you look at someone like Chris Cutler who is very similar, but in a different way of where it's like, you know, I know, I'm the young kid. I'm out here to, Prove that I'm better than everyone. And I, he's got a chip on his shoulder because of it. But then you want to talk about a chip on the shoulder. Let's talk about Dalton Davis. Someone who was on this very podcast and said, I want to hold a major singles title this year. So he's looking at this and he's like, man, there's a singles title for a brand that I've practically helped build from the ground up
1: what a better chip to have on what a better
0: chip to have on your shoulder man than to motivate you through that tournament so and here's the way this tournament's going to work guys let's start laying this tournament down this is exactly how this is going to go there's going to be six guys in this tournament you're probably sitting back thinking "Wait, wait wait a minute the way a tournament breaks out shouldn't there be more than that well yeah technically but because of their contributions to mad bash wrestling, because of their records in mad bash wrestling, Clayton Clark and Dalton Davis will be receiving buys in the first round. They are moving directly to round 2, to round 2. Then match number 1 of the first round is going to be dedicated to mad bash guys. Chris Cutler, he's already in that spot. Who's Chris Cutler's opponent going to be? Well, I can tell you this. It's someone that's going to be under the Mad Bash banner. I don't know who yet, but we've been talking to a lot of the guys. They're all motivated. They want that spot. They want that chance to be in this tournament, to face Chris Cutler in the first round. So then, what's the other match of the first round? You guys are probably thinking. Here's what Mad Bash is all about. We're all about giving opportunities. Paying it forward. Bringing Paying it forward back to independent wrestling. We're going to pick four guys that are not associated with Mad Bash. We're calling them wild cards. They're going to have two matches, two singles matches. Those are qualifying matches. They win those matches. They go on to the first round.
1: Man, I like this already.
0: The Ascend the Throne Tournament. You know we're we're uh, we're calling the banners here for this. We're going to war. We're gonna get we're gonna get the best of the best for this title. And I mean there have been a few people that have been you know like we talked about it. There's a there's a few people that have already been hitting me up and being like I want to be in this tournament. I want to be in this tournament. They've been hitting you up and I've seen some people trying to campaign their way into this tournament. So Dexter Roswell, we see you. You know we'll. We'll see what happens,
1: but Dexter. At the same time, man, come on.
0: All I'm saying is that we'll see what happens.
1: Mad bash ain't about politics.
0: I mean, what is mad? You know, Mad Bash is about paying it forward. You know, and if if I think that someone, if you think someone deserves a shot. We're going to give it to them, you know, so we're putting it out right now to all Midwest wrestlers. We're going to be picking four of you that are not associated with Mad Bash. We're going to be doing wild cards in this tournament. Let's talk. Let's figure this out.
1: And for anyone out there, like questioning this, like no later than that post go live on Facebook. And I had four messages in my inbox from guys.
0: There you go. That's all we're saying. These spots like, are going to fill up quick. Guys. Within
1: the first two minutes I want in that tournament. Hey, that title will look good around my waist. And like, there's guys out there like scratching at the door. Shank Barzini claims he wants it. Oliver Ooh. Kane wants it.
0: I mean, there is a spot still open against Cutler. We'll never. We'll see what happens.
1: I'm more excited for the wild cards in this tournament.
0: I am too, man. I am too. I'm. I'm ready to see some guys step up and see what what they can bring to the table for Mad Bash. And not just for Mad Bash in general, just, I mean, like, just for themselves, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Opportunities there, guys. Let's see who take it. Everyone wants, oh, I want to be a Mad Bash boy. Here's your opportunity.
0: That's what we're saying. What better way to uh, become a, an official Mad Bash boy than your first, like, you're not even officially a Mad Bash boy yet, and you're already our champion. I think that's pretty much a foot in the door right there. <laughs> that's I a mean, guarantee at that point, right there, man. That's almost a guarantee at that rate. That's signing
1: right? your name on that paycheck.
0: So did you think a year ago that you would be putting on a tournament for a championship that is yours?
1: No. Not for a company all. that is yours? Not at all, man.
0: It's crazy. You, you talk about the bingo card. We're always alluding to this fictitious bingo card. This wasn't even the pencil that I used to write in the bingo card isn't even capable of writing those words wow. last year that, Hey, you're going to have a championship and here it is. So let's talk about the belt itself because there's a lot going on with that belt that I don't think a lot of people realize necessarily
1: little Easter eggs and the meaning behind the shapes.
0: So We got the blue strap, the Navy blue strap, That's a nod to one of my favorite designs, one of your favorite designs. The original Big Eagle title had a blue strap on it. People seem to forget that. The original Blue Eagle that was presented to Stone Cold Steve Austin after WrestleMania 14 has a navy blue strap on it. Ours is a little bit lighter, but it's still that navy blue. Then you look at that middle plate. Personally, that's my favorite design of a championship the old undisputed championship first held by triple h in 2002 then right smack dab in the middle we got that mad bash wrestling logo you all know the meaning of the logo we've talked about it before we got the microphone turnbuckle cross that's to represent my past in the business cuz i was i wasn't a, i wasn't a wrestler i was on the microphone i was a stick man then that's to represent your past in the business Because you were an actual wrestler. Yeah. We got the boom. We got the cross right there. But there's a little modification to the logo that is a little bit different than what we've usually shown. There's a shield on there. And on that shield is a crown. A blue crown. Do you want to explain what the crown signifies? The crown
1: signifies where Dickie Wabash got his start in professional wrestling and where I got my big break in professional wrestling. That crown represents the Classic Wrestling Federation, CWF, based out of Terre Haute, Indiana.
0: Yeah. Back in 2012, when I first walked through those doors, the logo for CWF, was, uh, it was the, their colors were blue, black, and white, and their logo was a crown.
1: And uh, I mean, their old slogan signifies what Mad Bash Wrestling's about too: less talk, more wrestling.
0: Pretty much, as we're talking into well, this microphone. is
1: Mad Bash Studios right now. Come on now, yeah,
0: we we got to distinguish between the all the, we got so many brands now. We got so many brands, films, Mischievous Rabbit Wrestling Studios. Ah, I love it, love it. Let's talk about these side plates, then, man.
1: The side plates we got yeah. the Indiana Crossroads plates. Yep. Those are a homage to where I got my start, Crossroads Championship Wrestling, and also the state of Indiana because it's where we're based out of.
0: Never forget where you came from. No. I feel like a lot of guys, not just in wrestling, but just in general, a lot of people forget where they came from. And with this championship, we're showing where we came from. Did I end up having a falling out with CWF in the end? I did. But that doesn't change the fact that that's where I got my start. I'm a fiercely loyal human being. I will always give them credit for that. That's where I got my start. My first show ever was CWF. And you know, Crossroads, very, uh, 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 I don't know what the proper word would be, inauspicious you know, re- re- uh, relationship with them. Uh, but you know, you're the same way you want to pay homage and then, but mostly it's just, you know, that Indiana seal, man, like this is where we are from. This is what we are. We're Indiana boys. And then the
1: third or second side plates.
0: Yeah. The Mad Bash studios logo.
1: One of the greatest logos in the world today.
0: Well, it's pretty solid. It's pretty solid. Uh, we got to give some shout outs here. We got to give some shout outs to Terry Stedman. He designed the original Mad Bash Wrestling logo, or no, sorry, Mad Bash Studios logo. Then he designed the Mad Bash Wrestling logo based off of that. Um, And that, I'm telling you, that turnbuckle microphone, that has become like the focal point of everything that we do. Yes. You look at the Mad Bash Films logo, you look at the Mad Bash Wrestling logo. Uh Mischievous Rabbit doesn't really have, them, you know, it is what it is. Um but well, we should
1: do a turnbuckle microphone
0: carrot for the Mischievous Rabbit. Could. We absolutely could. But yeah, that turnbuckle microphone because everyone is like, "Oh, cuz you remember Defend Indie Wrestling and it's the turnbuckle." Man, that turnbuckle microphone, like that's and when when you look at that and you see that, you know that's Mad Bash.
1: Exactly, man. And now you can see it everywhere. T shirts, car decals, stickers, like it's out there, guys.
0: It is. Here's another little thing that they may not know about Mad Bash. Hmm. Mad Docks, Wabash. That's where Mad Bash comes from.
1: Who didn't know that?
0: There was someone not long ago that really didn't know Logan. That. It was Logan. Yeah, of all people, Logan. He mad was like, Rush. wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, it, it was on spot show. Whatever was it? he was on. Yeah. He was like, wait a minute. I'm like, yeah, dude, we're mad bash. Capital B. Capital fucking B, dude. Autocorrects
1: a bitch, brother. D- d-
0: fucking proofread.
1: I don't proofread. I ain't got time for that. I'm too busy.
0: Yeah, you sound like, yeah, that sounds really professional. <laughs> no, like, that's the thing. Like, that annoys me so much than anything. There's, like, people who, like, don't proofread and, like, don't pay attention to what they're posting on social media because of it. Like, don't get me wrong. I've done a few misspellings on graphics or posts. Difference is, I, you know, like, I catch it. I'm like, oh, problem with you. I'm always catching yours. Like, I had to get on. Um, I think i I think I said something to Clayton I was like capital B because he hashtags mad bash shout out to the brother Jared Savage he always capitalizes the B Jared knows where his bread's buttered he 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 respects the bash
1: I respect the bash man but autocorrect's a bitch
0: <laughs> but that's the thing though is that my phone automatically autocorrects to mad bash my M, phone doesn't B.
1: like I'll capitalize the B and everything and then just lowercases it all mine will
0: auto re- uh recommend or whatever the magic recommend or whatever it's called i don't know why.
1: some galaxy step your game up
0: at uh, google pixels where it's at bruv i am telling you i am telling you so yeah definitely uh be on the lookout for more information about when exactly when and where this tournament is going to be taking place and we've talked about this a lot as well we're one of these types of people uh that we we don't make false promises Like, we don't just be like, oh, it's coming, man. It's coming, man. And then
1: it never comes.
0: Then it never comes. You know, I had three contract offers, man. But then they just, I had, no, it didn't happen. Yeah, I'm sure you
1: did. They were sitting on my desk.
0: Yeah, they were. Yeah. And we had contract negotiations. But then, you know, this happened. Um, Something else I wanted to say about the belt. Oh, so let's talk about random mentions of the title. Because there are two that come to mind. One of them is the second one. You're really going to want to listen to this one. So there, it was either paid show or spot show. I can't remember which one where we had Clayton and Dalton on uh, when you were sick and the belt was sitting to my left on the desk and my shoulder bumped it and it almost fell on the floor. And you hear me go, ah, I almost dropped $230. That was the belt. The belt was sitting on the desk. On the desk and I almost dropped it on the floor. Um <clears throat> which speaking of damage to the belt, we're already taking bets on which diamond is gonna fall off first. Uh we're already placing bets on like if like how long lower after left. the first champion has it that they'll drop it and like and scratch it or something there's already a scratch on the m of champion and i don't know where it came from
1: it was fine before you left
0: i don't know i left it uh and then i went on my little weekend trip to chicago and i came back and i was i think what might have happened is
1: dalton davis or clayton clark broke into your house while you doubtful. were gone.
0: <clears throat> no i think what happened Was like as I was getting uh, ready, like maybe my backpack like sat down and like scratched it or something. I don't know if I had to guess, if I had to guess. But so we're putting out a little competition ski right now. The Mad Bash Championship appeared in the background of a piece of Mad Bash content. Not going to tell, tell you what, not going to tell you when, not going to tell you where you can watch it. I will say it's not behind a paywall. It is public. So, well, it's not Coal Miner's Glove then. Nope. Already ruled that one out, already helping you guys out. The Mad Bash Championship appeared in the background of a piece of video content from Mad Bash. I'm going to make a game out of this. If you can find it, this is a challenge to anyone. If you can find it, send us a screenshot, the exact time stamp, everything. You're going to win a Mad Bash prize pack.
1: Ooh. That's going to
0: include Mischievous Rabbit sticker, Mad Bash Wrestling sticker, Mad Bash Wrestling decal. We'll even throw in a Chase Molly Holly Mighty Molly figure. Oh, that's what I'm saying right now. We'll throw in a full base set of AEW trading cards.
1: That's a big prize pack, broski. Telling you. You feel the giving spirit, don't you? Find
0: that belt in the background of something that we did, and you win that prize pack. You sure you want to do this? Absolutely, I want to do oh, it. Oh,
1: man. I Absolutely. money flying out the window for these fans.
0: Yeah. And uh, all I'm going to say, I've already given you one hint. It's not behind a paywall, so that rules out Coal Miner's Glove.
1: Dun, 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 Could dun. be the Coal Miner's Glove
0: trailer, though. That's not behind a paywall. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing stuff out there. I'm just throwing stuff out there. And go go find it but yeah go
1: on quit listening to the podcast right now go find it and take all our monies
0: exactly yeah so yeah like i said we're going to be throwing in we'll throw in a mad Bash wrestling sticker a mischievous rabbit sticker we're going to throw in a mad Bash wrestling decal your choice red or white we're going to throw in a chase mighty molly figure and a full base set of aew trading cards all 100 of them man yeah can i enter this uh i mean it's your stuff already technically
1: i'm still gonna enter
0: okay but you know where it's at
1: <laughs> i know so i'm gonna win
0: <laughs> unfair yeah you just say it right now like oh wait a minute it's not like i couldn't edit it out or anything but yeah so we're we're serious when it comes in can this i be main. nice and
1: drop him another hint no just one
0: just one little hint
1: it is not mad bash goes to WrestleMania.
0: Okay, there's another rule and something else out. Yeah. So there's two things. It's not find the thing that it is. Like I said, send a screenshot uh, of where it is in the uh, in the frame, you know, and we'll we'll go.
1: Hell yeah, brother.
0: We'll go. And by the way, workers, you're not. No, (laughs) there's going to be a couple workers that are going to be like, I want to enter this contest. Uh Uh-uh.
1: Why not? Uh uh-uh. uh.
0: But yeah, man, we're serious about this belt, dude. We're really serious about it. That that that's my baby. That's your baby. Um I'm really happy. Really happy.
1: Man, January last year we were just doing commentary. January of this year we have more kids than the Brady bunch.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. It <laughs> Oh man, I just I don't even know where you go with that because it's just like, yeah. I mean, that's really all you can say is just yeah. Like <laughs> it's it's nuts. It to think, like I said, my pencil's even incapable of writing it on a bingo card. So, I'm here proud we of you.
1: are. I'm proud of us.
0: I'm proud of us. I'm proud of you.
1: Yeah, what I do, just not die.
0: Yeah, I mean that. I mean, it, the bar is pretty low on that <laughs> one if you really think about it. But, um, yeah, man, let's um, we're we're gonna keep rolling here. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about the title on paid show. I'm sure, like, we'll give a little. We'll give little uh, behind-the-scenes skis about it, Uh, like when exactly we got it, when we designed it, stuff like that. So, uh, But before we do that, we're going to hear a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Yoohoo, a product of Keurig, Dr. Pepper. So here's what I want you to picture right now, right? You're on a long road trip. You're driving along, and you're thinking, man, I could really go for a nice, sweet, Refreshing drink. You pull into a gas station, and the first thing you see is Yoohoo. And I gotta tell you, grabbing that Yoohoo, that's going to be the right decision every single time. Yoohoo is available in a variety of flavors vanilla, strawberry, but here at Mad Bash, our personal favorite is chocolate. I'm going to tell you about Yoohoo a little bit more, right? We absolutely love this stuff here at Mad Bash. We cannot get enough of it. And you know what? We're going to sweeten the pot a little bit here thanks to Yoohoo. If you see us at a wrestling show and you buy a Mad Bash wrestling sticker, you are entitled to one free bottle of Yoohoo on Mad Bash Studios. Limit one per customer while supplies last now come on guys you can't beat that deal with a stick again mad bash would like to thank you who so much for sponsoring this episode this episode of the spot show podcast is also brought to you by elite pro wrestling here's the thing about elite pro wrestling right you have them to thank For the Spot Show Podcast in many different ways. Elite Pro Wrestling gave Mad Bash Studios our first opportunity when we decided to come back into the wrestling business. So Elite Pro Wrestling is one of the OG backers. We love Elite Pro Wrestling so, so much. They are putting on incredible shows every single month. You should absolutely be there, whether it be in Odin, Indiana, Washington, Indiana. We would love to see you in the crowd there at Elite Pro Wrestling. For every single thing that you need to know about EPW, head on over to EliteProfessionalWrestling.com. There you are going to find dates, events, links, everything that you need to know about EPW. Thank you so much for being a day one sponsor, EPW. We very much appreciate it. Hey, we're back. So we were talking during the break. Uh, We're also going to throw in one of the original 10 posters. Damn it, Dickie. I know we're making this a big competition ski. You know what I'm saying? So let's run it down again real quick. Mad Bash Wrestling sticker, Mad Bash Wrestling decal, mischievous rabbit sticker. You are also going to get a full base set of AEW cards. You are going to get a Chase Mighty Molly figure, and you are also going to get one of the original ten, or sorry, original five posters.
1: And with that original five poster, no one has claimed the five autographs yet.
0: I know someone needs one person.
1: So you have a chance of actually getting this poster, winning it, getting those five signatures and winning another prize. Look at
0: us. Damn. Look at us. Are you sure it's not November and it's not giving giving season? Thanksgiving? It's Christmas all over again, brother. Christmas in January. Well, February, because that's when this is going to go up. But yeah, man. So like I said, we, um, we unveiled the title at EPW Reboot. And uh, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the show a little bit. Uh, I've never seen Steven Mitchell more stressed out in his life because it was the first show of the year. So naturally he's running like a chicken with his head cut off. He's always, I mean, and I think that's the sign of like, of uh, th- that you care. Like whenever you're that revved up and like that worried about it, like I was just like, ah, there's going to be minor problems that I know that are probably going to need fixed, but uh, I'm just going to leave Steven to it. I can handle it. Like, cause you know, we work production and stuff. Um, shout out to Dexblock block studios
1: always going above and beyond.
0: Yeah. We got some really cool photos with the title, uh, that will, I'm sure they'll be posting and you'll, you'll, we'll, we'll, post it. We'll repost them on our page. Um, we filmed our pre-show man.
1: The very first one
0: EPW engage.
1: We kind of fucked up though. Shorter than what we should have had it.
0: That's the thing though, is that now I get it when, Everyone is talking about you need to slow down out there, man. Like, well, I thought we went 12 minutes. It's like you only went seven because it's <laughs> like, you know, that that's the thing with wrestling is that it's like, oh, you go out there. Go, 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 go. It just feels rushed or whatever that show. I, I was told that it was only five minutes. No, it, it was more than that, but it was definitely less than 10 because Kindle fire comes out and we do our segment and then we do a crowd segment. You and Colby. You know, going around and the fans COVID. were
1: fun. And we went balls to the wall because you should never interview kids on live television.
0: Yeah, we went for it.
1: And me and Colby had an actual blast out there interviewing the kids. And we got great answers from everyone that participated.
0: Yeah, we just asked him. We said, do you think he's going to win tonight? Kindle Fire or Yoder? And um, man, Kindle Fire was kind of walking into some, some territory there because that crowd was firmly behind Yoder.
1: The Amish country, man.
0: Amish country. You can't beat it. You can't beat it. But Kendall Fire did. Kendall Fire's still the EPW champion.
1: And a classic show of respect after that match, too. Yeah. I mean, you want to talk about Kendall Fire. This is Kendall Fire's first clean like, slate win since winning that championship.
0: Yeah. Hey. I think he's going to be a fighting champion, man. Oh, yeah. I think he's going to be a good champion for e- EPW. It was really. nice
1: seeing no debauchery yeah. surrounding it for Kendall.
0: Let's talk about the other champions, man. We got Benny Bray. Who now essentially is holding a money in the bank. He can cash in whenever he wants. That's exciting.
1: He took Jinx's head off of that knee.
0: Yeah. Then you also got... Who else? Two Mad Bash boys. Oh, those guys. Whiskey and Warrants. Yeah. They've been everywhere, man. I'm telling you right now. Unstoppable tag team. And I'm not just saying this because they're Mad Bash guys. I'm telling you this right now. Whiskey and Warrants are the best tag team in the Midwest. Bar none.
1: Bar none, dude.
0: Bar none of them
1: the connection they get with the crowd is unbelievable
0: it just they have them in the palm of their hand every time so easy they got the crowd to chant moist and sing under the sea with them
1: a remix version of under the sea
0: moist as could be moist as could be so Clayton Clark calls me and he's like Dickie I want to run an idea by you and I was like okay and then he told me that he was playing. they were planning on doing singing under the sea with the crowd. And I'm like, yeah, do that. And he was like, oh, I was doing it regardless if you told me you liked it or not. He's like, I just think it's because it that's how you get under people's skin in this psychological warfare. You know what I mean?
1: It definitely worked. It worked. You got blamed for the music change.
0: I always do. I do it one time. You got a haircut. Yeah. I just realized this.
1: It was cut Saturday, bro. Was it really? Yeah. Oh, I
0: didn't even notice. <laughs> I'm so terrible. But um, no, I got blamed for it. You do it once, and then all of a sudden, you're a music fucker with her or whatever. I don't know. I with didn't her. do it, though. It was not me. It was not me. I don't particularly know who exactly did it, but it was not me. Um, shout out to Burning Daylight grill as well they had some really good food at the show that we got to eat before hell yeah man
1: sidetracked by food you're hungry right now ain't you yeah no it's
0: not that i'm hungry it's just i'm just thinking of more things to talk about with the show you know
1: uh logan madrox made his mad Bash wrestling debut
0: yeah he did we talked about it with the unveiling of the title but logan was the one that got to walk the belt through the curtain
1: our first referee
0: our first official referee technically See who uh, technically HBJ is our first official Mad Bash referee. So I'm gonna give Logan the second. Scheme. Yeah, that's fine. I think I think HBJ, because he refed the first Mad Bash match, and we specifically said, can we have HBJ ref this Mad Bash match? Um just because of the connection that he and uh, Dalton Davis have. They're friends, uh meant a lot to Dalton Davis. We wanted to give him that, you know, full give circle. Give him moment. his flowers. Yeah. Uh but yeah, Logan was so funny. All day because we were trying to figure out how we wanted to do it because we don't really, we didn't have anything to cover it with. We didn't. And so we were like, it didn't
1: have a podium, didn't have a podium. a pulley system to have it ascend from the ceiling.
0: Kennedy, that would have been sweet. Um, so we're like, what if we have Logan do it? And then we tell him in that kid's eyes. Got a mile wide. I just hope I don't mess up my spot. And I'm like, Logan, all you're doing is walking the belt through the curtain. You're going to walk up the steps, hand it to me. Then you can get in the ring. He was like, okay, what match? And I was like, it's after match Four. four. I forgot even. Jeremy Hamilton, the ring announcer, forgot. We had to remind him, hey, our segment's next. And he had this moment where he just leans on the ropes. He looks at us and goes, you're absolutely right. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get back. Which was funny. I uh, talked to him the next day, and he was like, ah, see, I'll tell you what happened. He said, my cue cards got
1: switched around.
0: He thought it was after match five, but it was match four. But um, yeah. So after match four, which just happened to be Dalton Davis and um, Matt Maverick, uh, we got in the ring. We cut a little we, me, cut a little promo ski, and uh, I said, here you go. This is the Mad Bash Wrestling Championship.
1: Did you, pulling behind the curtain a little bit, did you tell Logan how to carry that belt out?
0: No, I don't know why he did it that way.
1: I love the way he did it, though. Yeah.
0: If I had to, if I was a betting man, and I'm going to get to the bottom of this, I bet Terry Hopper told him to carry it like that. You think or so? Ollie. it was either Ollie or Terry because w- they know how to hold the belt as a referee or whatever you know. And if I had to guess, it was it was Terry or Ollie. How probably, proud
1: of him are you going to be if that was just his own decision?
0: Even more proud. I'm proud I, of him I'm because just he thinking listened about it now. I'm proud of him because he listened to advice. If that's scenario a and scenario B, I'm proud of him for thinking to do that. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So good on him. I will say though, had a slight little panic attack as he was coming up this test because I'm like, you dropped that fucking belt. (laughs) So I just walked over and greeted him and I was like, give me the belt, give me the belt. And then I took it and I like held it up for everyone to see. And like, everyone was just like. I'll tell you what made it feel really good is that I was like, you know, one year ago we came back and we got to be able to sit right over there and do commentary. Then, yeah. And then when the, when I don't, because rem- I had tunnel vision, I feel like the reaction when the belt came out was more of a, ooh, than a, yeah, sort of thing. The, yeah, came whenever I, I held it up and I was like, here's the Mad Bash Wrestling Championship. Mm hmm but um that was definitely i'm gonna go on record and say that that is the highlight of my career my entire wrestling career is getting to unveil that title
1: my highlight hasn't happened yet
0: you're like are you planning like you have one in mind i have
1: the perfect like highlight where it's going to mean the most to me and come full fucking circle
0: can i guess that it yeah, probably involved, i'll
1: say it you can guess though is
0: it going to be logan madrox winning the mad bash championship no okay
1: fuck that kid okay <laughs> it's going to be after the first show okay when we get in that ring and we hand over the title celebrate and thank everyone for coming out
0: okay that's a good one
1: it's gonna be emotional man
0: I'm surprised I didn't cry when I was in the ring on Saturday. I told you and Colby a to her. I was like there's a good chance I People cry.
1: don't know that you're emotional as shit.
0: They know. We've talked about <laughs> it. I wear my heart on my sleeve. I am an emotional guy. I just am.
1: Like when we unbox this belt, I cried. We both did.
0: Yeah. Cuz that's what hard work is. Hard work pays off.
1: We embraced in a warm hug.
0: We did. But yeah, um You know, we're meaning to talk about the show, but we just ended up talking about the (laughs) film again. But that was the highlight for us. I mean, it was a good show overall, but I mean, it was just like that's what stuck out to us. And then, you know, we get there and it was our first time being fully. And I mean, because, you know, we've been to IWAU since November, but like to be back in a full locker room that we're familiar with, um,
1: Back it, in a home space. A
0: home space. No, no, just to IWAU. I love IWAU. That's not our, our homes where we feel most comfortable in a locker room is EPW and hybrid. That's just how it is, you know, and I'm going to be having the same feeling in March when we're back in the ring with hybrid or back in the building rather with, with, uh, hybrid. So yeah, man, it was just a really good feeling, you know, back on the road. You know, it was me, you, and Logan, and then on the way back, you had a you rode with someone else, and it was it was me, HBJ, uh, Dalton, and Logan again, and just to be back on a wrestling road a, a wrestling road weekend.
1: My highlight of the whole road trip was taking a new way there.
0: Okay, <laughs> every time that we go to Odin, Indiana. The GPS takes us an absolutely different way. I am not exaggerating. I am dead serious. Every single time, Google Maps takes us a different route. Now, it might be amalgamations of the same route every now and then, you know. Like, oh, start off on this road, then you end up on that road. But then on this way, you're on this road, then you're on that road. Like, but it's so bizarre. I've never... Gone somewhere and it do that way. Because look, full disclosure, I mean, we've already been to Odin like what, twelve times now, roughly, because of how many times. I still could not fucking tell you how to get there. I no. just can't. Because it's a lot it's, more complicated than I'm not used to.
1: One place where like you could drive once and be like, okay, it's here it is. Because every time we drive there, it's fucking different.
0: That's what I'm that's the big part of it because Google Maps always takes us a different way. And I don't understand why.
1: You know, the person I rode home with has an iPhone and they use the Apple Maps. Same way there, same way back.
0: And that's the other thing. It's always a different way back. I don't get it. I don't get it. I never will get it. It's a great mystery. I'm going to tell you, though, that Odin Community Center, man, that, that place is just that holds a special place in my heart, though. I love that building.
1: I'm gonna miss it if something ever happens to it, man. Don't
0: put that out into I, the ether.
1: I'm just saying we've been there before with the mecca building.
0: Oh, the mecca building, man. I want one hurt. Yeah, I remember you telling me that it 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 burned down. So I was like, oh man, I'd... I only I only worked there twice, but it was still a, it was a cool. The uh, me only- too, man. But me- like that building, like the
1: atmosphere and the layout, was just perfect for wrestling.
0: I, I disagree on the layout. Because fans would have to go through the curtain to get to the bathroom. Oh, yeah. That's the
1: one part. It's the
0: only thing I did not like about that building. But other than that, I mean, it was it was a gymnasium. And I mean, I love working in gymnasiums. It's just always a cool feeling.
1: I like the locker room where we had two different floors to just fuck around on and the little crow's nest windows randomly.
0: And we could, like, walk around and go into, like, old classrooms because that's all it was was an old school.
1: Halfway converted to, like, a museum, halfway haunted house. It was so different, man.
0: Dude, I just remember uh, you pulling me and Jason V into a classroom and being like, here's your guy's pay. We're like, okay, thank you. Then you walked out and you said, hey, so-and-so, come here pulled them into another classroom, and then gave them their pay. You were going to a different classroom (laughs) each time and giving guys their pay. It was really, really, just little subtle shit like that is really, really fucking funny to me.
1: I had to make it interesting, man. I got to explore the whole fucking building while paying the guys as soon as they arrive. Like, that's cool as shit.
0: Because at the end of the day, that's really what was going on, is that you were just curious. So you were like, how can I look? Because we're pressed for time right now. How can I, you know, I got to explore this building, but I also got to give the guys their pay. You know what I mean? So that's working.
1: That is working. That's
0: working right there. Yeah, man. That's one of my, I'll tell you what, though. The one building that is always, always going to be my building.
1: Can I guess?
0: go ahead georgetown georgetown community center brother that's that's me that is always going to be my building i think every wrestler has that one building you know that'd be a fun little question ski to start asking people is like Mm -hmm. what building do you consider your favorite like your building you know
1: what's your home
0: yeah what about you what would you say for you oh man
1: once we go community center
0: that's a close second for me,
1: because that's like the hometown. That knowing that we sold that fucking thing out before
0: with a diaper match,
1: with a diaper match. Yeah, like dude, come on now, doesn't get any better than that. And don't get me wrong, like we've had shitty shows, shitty turnouts, and shit there, but like when you go through knowing that, like, hey,
0: we sold this some bitch out, that means a lot. Yeah, like three hundred and fifty paid 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 this is not counting workers that brought girlfriends and families like the literally the count at the front of the door was like 350 paid now if you want to round it up it was probably uh including not paid it was probably four
1: it had to be more than four all those wrestlers had kids four
0: (laughs) yeah four four fifty but no 350 roughly paid that's big for an indie show
1: we're going to top it.
0: Hopefully. Yeah. You, you mentioned that West Vigo Community Center, though, man, like. Man, by the way, people need to start putting some respect on that building because like it's Quit not calling
1: it fucking Terre Haute, it's
0: not Terre Haute. It's West Terre Haute. It is. I'm going to give it a little insight. It's actually insulting to refer to Terre Haute as or to West Terre Haute as Terre Haute. That's West Terre Haute. It's a different community. It's the West Vigo Community Center, West Terre Haute.
1: I mean, West Terre Haute is a different entity in all itself. And that community prives on
0: the whole like
1: family background and shit.
0: You just combined the word prides and strives to yeah, prives. Your vocabulary today is fucking <laughs> atrocious.
1: That's fine. Abysmal that's fine i am
0: flabbergasted (laughs) sir i am absolutely befuddled
1: i can't use the word flabbergasted anymore
0: heretofore you've been fine but now it's just ludicrous you see see what i'm doing i see what you're doing here mr thesaurus why can't you use the word flabbergasted
1: violent j ruined it for me
0: okay um But yeah, man, that's just a, that it's that's my little uh, advice from a nobody right there is uh, remember it's West Terre Haute. It is not Terre Haute. It is West Terre Haute. And I take great umbrage with that because um, that's again, that's my hometown. That's where I'm from. You know, uh, got made fun of for being from West Terre Haute, but a lot. We don't fucking care. We're proud. You know, the few, the proud, the ocean, the West Terre Hauteans.
1: <laughs> the few, the proud, but, the Hotians.
0: Yeah. That's a close building for me as well, but my number one's always going to be Georgetown. I'll tell you another one, and I was just talking to Dave Cavezos about this the other day at uh, IWAU or the other week. Um, the Fluid Event Center in Champaign was another fun one. Zero-one, the original Thursday night throwdown. Yeah. I, I was the original host of that back in the day. And um and um that building was something special, man. That was a that was another fun building. That was a really fun building.
1: What's the worst building you've ever done a show in?
0: Do you want the I don't give a fuck answer or do you want the I got to kind of be correct answer?
1: I want the I don't give a fuck answer. bro. The New
0: Wave Pro Recycling Center is the worst fucking building I've ever worked in in my entire life. Terrible, terrible building.
1: I'd have to agree.
0: Awful building. That metal is. shavings all over the fucking floor that got your clothes dirty. Fucking all the metal that would just drain your phone battery. Fuck that building, dude. <laughs> I fucking hate that building. It was fucking below zero in the winter and hot as fuck in the, in the summer. I don't know why the renovations never happened, but... God damn, dude that building it was fucking atrocious and the day that i heard they were no longer running shows in it, i said good burn <laughs> that fucking building down now
1: i mean that one's up there uh, i think it's uh, my
0: absolute no it's no, it's not a matter of being up there it's the worst building i've ever been in
1: yeah the second one for me would have to be uh the old iga building in uh spencer indiana the icw bought and turned into a flea market not um, an
0: SC, i don't know that one
1: i mean ceiling's this high with a ring in it brother now that's working, kid. Did
0: you have to hunch over in the ring?
1: Dude, I was on my knees. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I worked a
1: whole match on my damn knees. I
0: believe that. I believe that. That's
1: where I admitted the uh, knee-high choke
0: slam. <laughs> oh, I forgot about the knee-high chokeslam. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was actually really fucking cool. <laughs> Man, you got me going through bad buildings now.
1: I mean, outside shows are always shit.
0: That's not a building.
1: But- I know, but I'm just saying we can't c- include any of fucking those uh Bedford uh gym, horrible. Never worked it. Half the time didn't have running water.
0: And they'd have hey, to Hey, same for the new wave building.
1: They had to uh protect the floor so they have to put like this fabric thing over the baseball. By the way, the I just want
0: to I just want to get it in in front of something. My opinion of that building has nothing to do with my it's just the building itself. The building was fucking awful. Yeah. I just thrown that out there. Our opinions of these buildings have nothing to do with our opinions of the companies it it, it it was just one of those things of where it's like it was a terrible venue i fucking hated it anyway continue
1: but the uh, bedford place they had to cover the basketball court and they would use like fucking fabric for some fucking reason so you'd be walking to the ring fucking sliding all over this fucking fabric in the basketball because court it's like it.
0: not it's like not fully it's not
1: like tacked down or fucking nothing <laughs> dude
0: that's awesome like my first
1: time there was a fucking like royal rumble style match and i we arrived to the building fucking late so i didn't get to like go to the ring or nothing so i just run out there and almost
0: fucking ate shit and i'm like what the fuck is this shit man i don't really have many bad building experiences to be honest with you i don't which is really crazy to me i feel like i'm missing out um I just I'm going back to like I'm just thinking of good buildings again now. Like I love the Washington Arm Armory that we work for EPW. Strive three sixty five is probably one of the coolest uh buildings I've been in. Just the atmosphere of it is really cool. I love
1: how big it is too.
0: Yeah. Same, same, same. Um but from an emotional standpoint, yeah, it it's it's always going to be the Georgetown community center. It's always going to be like that place. That's where I was made. That's where I, where everything fell into place for me.
1: I remember taking your picture out there when we drove by it.
0: Good thing my back was to the camera because you would have seen tears in my eyes. <laughs> you would have. Yeah. It was just so. We're just pulling into the building, and Dalton goes, Fun fact. That poll over there is where Travis Weir would stand with uh, headphones in, with not playing music, so he could smoke cigarettes and people would leave him alone.
1: Shout out to Travis Weir. For some reason, he wrote, happy birthday on my Facebook timeline again today.
0: I mean, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> oh, $10. But um, I don't... Yeah, there's no other, like, I'm really running through my head right now, and I'm trying to think of other really bad venues I've worked for. I can't think of any.
1: Eagles was kind of shitty.
0: Eagles was bad. I lost a blazer in that building. Did you? The Vincennes Eagles Lodge. Yeah. yeah. For uh, TSW. Yeah. Probably
1: got stolen, to be honest.
0: Uh, honestly, yeah. Fun fact, that same building is where uh, Stephen Mitchell taught me how to, like, if your tie is all fucked up and, like, the, the back part is, Hangs like, too down long, too low. just tuck it in your shirt. It's the best advice Stephen Mitchell ever gave me. <laughs> 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 but uh, I'm joking, of course, but... Yeah, man, I think I'm pretty fortunate in that aspect of it Oh, my God Do you remember when we worked at that nursing home?
1: Oh, fuck yeah Yeah,
0: and we we just took We had to get dressed in the fucking the rooms that had to walk out And that it was stunk Oh, it was it smelled like old people
1: We had our own nursing room, too
0: <laughs> We did We walked in and we jokingly said This is the CWF locker room And a guy got up and walked out <laughs> I forgot about that we one. We used to then. do that
1: shit all the time at TSW. Oh
0: my God. Man, I like I'm running through every venue I've ever worked in, man. Um the there was a building that we worked in. It was a bar in Wisconsin. And it was like the ring was in the courtyard of the bar, but we got dressed like down in the basement of the bar. So we'd have to come up the stairs, walk through the bar, and then... But that's outdoor.
1: Yeah. I mean, Willie Jacks was a good bar setup.
0: Dude, I never got to go to a CCW Willie Jacks show. Really? Never so did. So you're it. just
1: the legacy kid.
0: Yeah. Oh, the venue. The venue was, like, right in the middle. The venue was, like, right in the middle of a good, sh- a good building or... Uh, it just depend on the time of year, if it was a good building or a bad building, because the venue um, had no central air either. And that was the building I've worked my first ever show in was the the venue here in Terre I had a lot
1: of memories of that building.
0: Yeah, there's a that's where CWF ran
1: mm-hmm. for
0: the majority of its uh, existence. That's where CCW would run. It's uh, where New Wave got its start. And uh, that's where Dickie Wabash got his start. That was the building I first ever worked in. Was the 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 venue, as as we uh, lovingly called it. But again, that was another one where it it really depended on the time of year if that building was tolerable or not.
1: I mean, your first show, we had the garage doors open on the side just to get some airflow in there.
0: Yeah, and that was a small dude. Why was the CWF ring eighteen? Yeah. So how it. Fit in that building i will never understand
1: all the way that. up against the stage all the way up against both walls man um,
0: that's pretty much how it um how it had to be you know what i'm saying i mean it just i don't know why i said those
1: you. old cws shows on the side of that building though they were like underground fight feel though i loved it
0: yeah and then it like when new wave first started, they had that 14 foot ring and it was like perfect size for it. Like that era of wrestling was so fun for me. Cause it was just like, you talk about that underground fight feel. That's what original new wave pro felt like was like an underground, like what we're doing in here. Like people it's hush, hush secret. We don't talk about fight club sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It was cool. It was really cool.
1: Fun fact. Yeah. You know, the baby ring shit yeah i got blamed for starting that when i had nothing to do with it
0: oliver was the one that got blamed for it i thought
1: i got start i got blamed for it too
0: yeah so those of you that don't know uh new wave pro the detractors would call it a baby ring baby ring baby ring and uh i don't know who i never did figure out who started it but i know you got blamed for it and so did oliver kane i know oliver kane gets blamed for everything
1: He's a dick.
0: I love Oliver Kane. <laughs> You're wearing your Oliver Kane uh, I am. T-shirt right now. I
1: just ordered a second one from him. Wrestling too.
0: is my side chick.
1: Ordered Logan one too.
0: Wrestling is my side chick. Yeah, I didn't know he was making another run. Yeah, he, group chat, brother. I missed that part. I missed it. I missed it. Missed it. But yeah, man, what a fun little convo we had here on this Podski. Got to uh, talk about our past, talk about our present and our future. Josh Ambition, backyard wrestler extraordinaire. <laughs> uh, we're going to go ahead and start wrapping up here, guys. But uh, again, uh, thank you so much. Um, let's, let's, let's get to the sentimental part of it now. Let's, let's get to the sentimental part. We're of going to the Super 8. Yeah. We're, okay. <laughs> if it was not for you guys, if it was not for you listeners, for you supporters on Patreon, Every person that has bought something from us from a merch table, every promoter that has believed in us, the Mad Bash Wrestling Championship would not be a thing. We owe it to you guys. I don't want to say that it's the People's Championship because that just feels too bland and generic to me. But this is a belt for you guys, by you guys, and we hope that we can do right by you guys with this championship, with this tournament. Stick around. The Ascend the Throne tournament is coming. We will have more details as they become available. Um, you can stay tuned on all the up to date info. Facebook.com/slash Mad Bash Studios, uh, Mad Bash Studios.com. Pay attention to it here on uh, the Patreon, patreon.com/slash Mad Bash Studios. Pay attention to it on the podcast, all of that. Just stay up to date with us, guys. I promise you this is going to be something that you're going to want to stay glued to because there's going to be a lot of news dropping probably in the next month or so about what's going to be happening with this tournament, when, where, who, what, wow, when and why, all that. So, yeah, you can find me on Instagram at DW underscore mischievous rabbit. Madrox isn't really on social media. But for those of you on the uh, Patreon, uh, we're getting $5 here. We're getting ready to roll into Paid Show. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about um, some pet peeves that we have with the wrestling business on this one. Uh, We're also going to talk a little bit behind the scenes uh, with the belt. Probably I plan on doing it. Uh, So, yeah, we'll see you guys on Paid Ski. (laughs) Paid Ski